Hey there, and welcome to the Lick My Lid podcast. I'm your host, Alexandra Drake, library professional and smut enthusiast. We love our listeners, so don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Also, you can find us on Patreon at Lick My Lit Podcast. See you there. Each episode, we'll have hilarious, provocative discussions about erotic literature, authors, and self-proclaimed sexperts. The goal being to create an open, non-judgmental dialogue surrounding sexuality, fetishes, and romance through the examination of multiple genres of erotica. So, let's slide right in. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. <laughs> we debut a silhouette desire book called Winter Lady oh. by Janet Joyce, published in 1983. It's sort of like an early Harlequin. It's it's a mid-80s Hallmark movie of a book. It is very predictable and romantic. And I bought a lot <laughs> of them. Like I a, saw. A 22-pound lot of these books. <laughs> so many... <laughs> They weighed them. This is one of them, and I'm really excited about it. And because they were published in the 80s, we are looking back on them with a modern perspective. There there are some problematic aspects. Oh, gosh. I can imagine. I think they are a lot of fun in a lot of ways. But I think if we're doing triggers <laughs> before we really <laughs> dive in... <laughs> There's a lot of focus on some of the problematic aspects, which really in this one is, it, it really focuses on anger. <laughs> There's like the fragile male ego as expressed through anger, basically okay. like an uncontrolled temper that can go off without intentional provocation and have pretty serious consequences okay so like everybody's childhood basically (laughs) 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 this may be triggering for those who grew up with (laughs) narcissistic parents alcoholic parents or parents who were not emotionally mature but so well all right so let's let's do this are we when, reading the back of the book? Where this is the the back of the book description. Yes. Kind of overall synopsis. These are my favorite. When Rain Morgan awakened, she found that the man who had saved her life when she lost her way skiing in Minnesota's desolate northern hills was none other than America's heartthrob Devlin Page. Ooh. Singer, composer, and every woman's dream lover. Almost instantly, they became front page news as Devlin cleverly manipulated the press to advance his career. Burning with the shame of a reckless passion, Rain tried to escape, but Devlin was determined to find her and melt his snow maiden with the fire of his love. (laughs) 
this book leans in so beautifully to every trope that you can potentially imagine coming out of that description. He is a mega super huge rock star. Think like Mick Jagger in his prime. Okay. Sex magnet. Sex magnet. Jim Morrison. Uh, what in the eighties, sexy dudes, the lead singer of in excess, you know, these just like hot guys who can dance and are just oozing sex and sexuality. These like yeah. rock stars. Right. That is Devlin page. Okay. Okay. And Devlin is out in a cabin and he is trying to get some peace and quiet because he's so popular (laughs) and sexy that his life's hard because of it so hard yeah it's really hard to be insanely famous and sexy and have anything you want and sex with apparently every woman who comes across your path You start with your main character, Rain Rain Morgan. Okay. And she's skiing in Minnesota and she's cursing her pure hubris because she is on a mountaintop as it is snowstorming. And she was an experienced skier, but this was just a step too far. And how silly of her to come out in in this weather and the snowstorm and she miscalculates and accidentally gets on this melting river and she oh, has God. this i know she has this insane moment where she is like okay i'm going to drown this time i'm going to die i'm literally drowning in a frozen stream in the middle of nowhere and i'm going to die here i she, <laughs> she she went too hard she went hard like peekaboo street and like she, she now she now she's going to die she gets under the ice she's like her lungs are burning and she knew this was her, but she couldn't do it. But the water was so cold and she fought for her last breath, but she couldn't help but let the dark, cold water in. <laughs> you know, it's just really <laughs> this terrifying. But at the last moment, she is saved. By Devlin? Okay, so the deal is she blacks out, right? And so she wakes up after having these dreams where you can kind of tell she's slipping in and out of consciousness where you know she's been saved, but we don't know by who. But she is reimagining scenarios in which she is, you know, making out with or trying not to make out with previous love interests. And so she's saying all these random dudes' names out loud in this fever dream (laughs) while he's you know like trying to get her wet frozen clothes off and like save her from hypothermia and she's like no brad not tonight you know (laughs) she's reliving all these scenarios and so when she finally wakes up she's in this cabin totally naked with this totally random stranger who has like beautiful auburn hair and this tan skin and he's tall and he's so manly and super sexy and she wakes up and she's like oh ah! she's horrified that she's naked in this guy's bed understandably and he saunters around like god's gift for a little while and she's like who are you and he's like who are you <laughs> <laughs> so he doesn't have the best bedside manner <laughs> He thinks that she is a conniving lady journalist 
who has infiltrated his relaxation pad because he's so famous that that could be the only explanation for why a woman would potentially drown herself in a river <laughs> to make sure she got to him, you know. So she thinks in her head, like, this guy is ludicrous like i don't know who this asshole is i was skiing <laughs> i got lost you know and she tells him like hey man like i'm not a, you know and the whole thing he's like looking at her with icy suspicion and all this and he's just really dragging it out and she's like bro okay the deal is don't freak out i am a reporter but i'm just like a food writer I don't do gossip column stories. And also, um, I think you're uh, the super famous Devlin Page, right? <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's you. I recognize your super famous face now that, that I'm like coming back to myself after having almost died of hypothermia. And he says, yeah, I bet you are. How dare you like oh people need to know what i eat every day now and she <laughs> she kind of pauses from being afraid and confused and ashamed and is like this asshole thinks that people care about what he's eating this guy's a dick and so she kind of is like okay sir actually i don't even think you're that good a singer I'm pretty sure you're only famous because you're kind of good at writing music. And can I fucking leave here? Like, where are my clothes? Because this is ridiculous. I don't give a shit what you eat. <laughs> like, I'm going to go. If you'll give me my clothes, give me a pair of boots, I'm going to get out of here. Yas, Rain. Yas, Queen. Yeah. And so she's ready to go. And then he is taken aback by a woman who's not going to jump his bones immediately. You know, then he's like, what? <laughs> You're not fawning over me. Thanks for joining us for part one of Winter Lady. Find out just how far Devlin Page will go in part two. In the meantime, I'm madly in love with you and happy holidays.